Hey guys, welcome to episode 96 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. As usual, I'm here to just give, have a few, you know, one-on-one moments. Just me and you, just talk about a few things about our guest and about myself a little bit. Just to say, hey, check this stuff out during this week, you know, if you're thinking about it. Um, but I will say, welcome to new listeners. I don't, I don't think I've ever said that before, but if you're a new listener, welcome here. And the reason I'm saying that is not only because I do want you to feel welcome, but also because uh, it's been brought to my attention that we have several new listeners after last week's episode um, because of their love of Nina Story. Last week's guest, she was a true delight. Um, and so if you listen to her show and you like the show and you're back this week, um, because that's what I've heard from some people that are planning on doing just that, <laughs> um, the, 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 Hey man, welcome back. Uh, thanks for coming and thanks for being a listener. Enjoying the family. You know, and what I always say at the end of the show is go write, <laughs> rate a review, rate a review. Don't rate any reviews. Just write reviews. All right. So I'm, I'm jib jabbing right now and that's going to be annoying for everyone. So let me move on. This week, uh, we have a fantastic guest, very silly man, uh, really liked hanging out with him. His name is Matt Smith. He's a pianist, composer, all these different things. Um, he hypes up some stuff at the end, but I will just give you guys some things to check out. First of all, his band, Iridos, uh, that also features Michaela Schmitz, a past guest of ours. Um, they have, they're on every bit of social media you can find. It's Iridos, is I-R-I-D-A-S. They're on SoundCloud as well, and if you go to their website, www.iridosmusic.com, that's I-R-I-D-A-S music.com. You can check out all their stuff. And also, uh, Matt's been dropping, just started dropping episodes of the Iridos podcast on YouTube. So it's a video podcast interview thing. You can check it out. They have two episodes up on YouTube right now. Uh, so go check those out. You know, um, there's plenty more coming. Nobody does two episodes of a podcast and stops. You know, so if you like that and you like uh, and you go check out Iridos and you like that, check out the podcast, be even more of a podcast supporter than you are already by listening here. Um, And then if you like Matt, which you will, you just will. He's a real nice guy. Um, His Instagram is at music by Matt Smith. Spelled exactly like it sounds. Music by Matt Smith. Um, that's Matt with two T's. Okay, and I don't know why I said that. Uh, the other things you can check out are, he talks about this in the interview, is uh, are some releases of YouTube videos by Rayla, R-E-I-L-A. Uh, they did a cover, a Chance the Rapper cover of the tune Same Drugs. And AJ Crew, Expensive. Uh, that's the original, original tune you can find on YouTube. So check that out. Uh, you can go do both of those things if you like Matt, which like I said before, you will. Uh, the next stuff you can check out, um, I'm not playing anywhere public this week, but uh, past guest Leah Silva has her OC Tap Fest on August 1st, which you can buy tickets for right now. So if you go look up OC Tap Fest, um, I'll be playing with Leah and doing uh, playing for the finale of the show and just playing drums for tap dancers. So I'm really excited for that on August 1st uh, down in uh, Orange County at the Rose Center Theater. You can buy tickets for that. You can also check out uh, Matthew Grant. Uh, is playing at Lucky Strike Live on August 3rd, and I will be drumming for him alongside Julian Hoffman Beachco, who is also a past guest of the show. We all love Matthew and Julian, so if you want to see them play with me, um, or I should say me play with them. What a 
dick. <laughs> uh, Lucky Strike Live in Hollywood. It's it's Matthew's birthday show, and it's Friday Funk on August 1st, or August 3rd, sorry. And that's at 8 p.m., and it's free, so come check that out. If you're in Hollywood, Friday night, it's going to be a blast. Also, the last thing you can check out that just came out today uh, is a video that uh, came out on Mix Studio. That's M-Y-X Studio, uh, and it's of past guest and my lovely girlfriend, Laurie Pasqualino. If you look the video up on YouTube, it's uh, called Bruno Mars finesse cover by Lori Pasquilino. So basically what happened was I was hired as a music director for this company called Mix and um I so I hired the talent, uh picked the tune, uh arranged the music, drummed on it. Uh Lori came in, sang, Becca Lusgarden past guest came, uh sang background, Jeff Knudsen, my brother played guitar, and Luke Miller, hopefully future guest for this show, uh played organ. It's a really cool like organ trio kind of version of Finesse by Bruno Mars. So I hope you guys enjoy that. You guys just search that up YouTube. You can look up Mix Studio M Y X and check that out, or you can uh, search the whole title, Bruno Mars Finesse Cover by Lori Pasqualino. So check that out, and I think that's it. Sorry for the long plug section today at the beginning of the show, but, you know, sometimes there's a lot going on, which, like I've said before in the past when it's been long, is... That's good. That means that we're working. That means that that the more music is coming out and more friends are doing more things for you to check out. So that's good news, okay? Um, so anyway, let's get let's get moving. You've come here for an interview with Matt Smith, and that's what we'll give you. Uh, so like I say every week, get comfy, get yourself a beverage, get someone that's very dear to you, hold them closely, <laughs> get comfortable, and like we always say, enjoy the freaking show. Hey, 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 welcome to the Ryan and Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knutson and I am Super Strong. Today's strength level is the atomic warhead, the candy. Not the not the thing that we've all been talking about and you know denuclearized zones, <laughs> newly denuclearized <laughs> maybe perhaps question mark question mark no not that not those the candy the fun atomic warhead candy sour then sweet that's how I'm feeling today I I I woke up very early because my girlfriend and I have recently adopted a new dog or we're fostering we're it's kind of like lease to own at this point. We're fostering with the potential to grow into a into a full-fledged sibling for Rupert. Um, but we're not sure yet because she's a pup and we have to break this pup. So I woke up kind of sour because, you know, the dog was yapping at 6.30 in the morning. And that was very upsetting because we have to get her on our schedule. Um, but now I'm feeling sweet by the end of the day because I've had a fabulous day. <laughs> so we're feeling good. That's the Atomic Warhead, the candy, and why I feel that way now. And, and with that, we'll go right into... The reason you guys are here today, um, you know, basically everyone knows that you know that I'm I'm the host of this show. It's called Ryan is Super Strong, you know. But I have a guest this week, and I always do. I always have a special guest. This week is no different. This week I have handsome man, gentleman, piano player, composer, writer of music. That's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Multi talent. This is the wonderful talented. Matt Smith. Thanks for the invitation. 
Yes, of course. Thanks for coming, man. Is, and, and like, I've called you Matt, but like, do you go by Matthew at all? Or is oh, it, Matt. Yeah. Always Matt. Okay, cool. I just My mom to make calls sure. me Matthew. Okay. Oh, okay. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> I always have to check, and I forgot to check earlier. But I, it's like, <laughs> it's I know you good. by Matt, but I just want to make sure. Well, cool, man. Yeah, so I met you because we were helping out our buddy Sergio Sanchez with his uh, Tiny Desk Concert Contest entry. Yeah. And you were doing the audio for that. And I didn't know at the time that you're a killer pianist and you work with Makala and your wife, Megan, and in a group called Iridas. Yeah, yeah, you said it right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I said it right before, but Makala also said it, so I think maybe I heard it with her. Or, oh, yeah. Because Makala's been on the show. Makala Schmitz, past gets. Gets. <laughs> no, guest. Uh, yeah, so Makala's been on, you know, all these people, you know, Sergio, you know, so you know so many of the past guests. Jonah. Yeah. Jonah Levine, that is. Um, so yeah, you're a friend of you're you're a friend of this show, you know. As far as you know, people that have been on and you know, being a multi-talented musician in L.A. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, man. So let's. So I've I've kind of introduced a lot of different aspects about you, but everyone always wants. Well, some people tune in because you're, you're hyping it and they're going, "Hey, our buddy Matt's on. Let's check this weird podcast out." But there is a listening audience that's going, Matt Smith. Who is this guy? Not you know? Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> we always Doctor. have to clarify that. Oh, part. that's right. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. So yeah, they're thinking, oh, okay, oh, it's not that BBC related. And then people, then we lost a lot of British people just we now. We did, yeah. <laughs> they're just going, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but but not in a negative way towards you, just in a negative way towards they love Doctor Who. <laughs> You know? it's, just, it's just a good thing to love. It is good. Uh, but yeah, so let's talk about my first question that I always ask so that my audience can get to know you a little better. My first question is always, who are you and what are you doing here? Well, so um, I'm a classically trained composer and pianist. Um, I don't do a ton of that work anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, went to school at the Cleveland Institute of Music in Cleveland, Ohio. Nice. Um, as opposed to Cleveland, Texas. which Is <laughs> Is there a Cleveland, Texas? Uh, yeah, it's... Sometimes it's confusing. Well, te- um, confusing. <laughs> Texas is so big. They have. I feel like they do have like every city in that. They probably Texas. have an Egypt. Yeah, <laughs> they have all. They have Paris, and they have all these different places in there. Yeah, um, and then uh, my wife and I moved here in uh, 2014, I guess, um, to start up our band, which is called Irdas. Uh, didn't call it that at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a slowly evolving thing that was initially just kind of my project of making electronic music. Um, oh, cool. And, uh, you know, decided to put her on it. She plays violin. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of expanded from there to include uh, viola and cello. Um, and it's, uh, it's a pretty wild project. We're working on recording some stuff and writing some stuff right now for a release that's kind of to be determined. I'm sure we all know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of our listeners know exactly how that yeah, <laughs> and people And past guests as well. well I, we I, I'm still EP, sitting yeah. on a few episodes of this podcast that are waiting for tracks to be yeah. <laughs> like released before I can release this show because they oh, want you know, to hype a video. But that's just that's the name of the game. You know, you want to you record stuff and you want people to know about what's going on. It takes time. Mm-hmm. It's all hard work. But that's awesome, man. Um, so you, you like being out in L.A. Oh, yeah. I love it here. And uh, McCullough talked a lot about how there's just so many creative outlets out here. And I think you're doing is that you're finding a really cool niche for yourself. And, you know, and Iridos is so unique and so unique sounding and very cool. And um, I knew your uh, old viola. I don't know. Do you still work with Sean? What's uh, Sean? Sean Lyons. Yeah. He, yeah was, Lyons. he was our first viola. Um, he's uh, he plays. There's a 
really, really awesome electric viola solo on our first EP that we released in like 2014. Uh-huh. Um, so he's playing that, and he played a bunch of shows with us uh, when we first got started. Um, we have a new violist now. His name is uh, Dmitry Evstafeyev. Cool. Um, he's a young guy, like 25, uh, Colburn graduate, oh, I think. Oh, cool. Um, and just tears it up nice know? nice yeah i was okay cool so you have a new guy now i didn't know that yeah. so, uh, that's I not... actually newer as well our, our first cellist was oh uh, that's right i knew that yeah i didn't know that too yeah yeah, yeah. his name was uh, pierre derich um who uh who megan actually knew from high school so when we moved out here is kind of like hey you want to play with it? yeah sure cool um, yeah yeah and and yeah so it's it's kind of like a you know revolving list of people that, and, and we collaborated with a bunch too you know we just played a concert with paul cartwright um he's a monstrously talented uh studio violinist around la he plays on a bunch of tv shows and stuff cool um before that we played concerts with chris woods we've done stuff with rappers and singers and yeah we just kind of do all, all that's why i like what you guys do you guys do all kinds of cool stuff. we played some of your stuff on on mccullough's episode oh awesome um i think we, uh now i can't remember we did the jessica jones theme i think is what we played on that oh perfect yeah that was really cool so we'll have to and i know we're gonna share some some tunes mm-hmm. um on this on this uh podcast as well we actually should have talked about that before we started so i could know how to better um introduce stuff but it doesn't really matter yeah we'll figure it out <laughs> we'll figure it out eventually <laughs> that's why i always fly by the seat of my pants on this show um but are yeah that's cool ways to fly i don't yeah that's a good question why do people say that by the seat of your pants i like to think about this type of stuff on the show people know that because i always <laughs> say words uh words are not the boss of me you know course not it's all you know and granison who you just met he always says you know every word's a made-up word you know that's true so yeah. we can say whatever we want that's kind of what a word is isn't it yeah it's just a just a way to express yourself yeah. you know so if you say it and it makes sense to you that's enough if it makes sense to somebody else hey bonus points yeah you know just all language we're the boss not the words <laughs> <laughs> are you lactose intolerant no nice i'm really glad for that that is good yeah, ice what's, cream is good. I was gonna say, is it ice cream. What's your favorite dairy product? Uh, well, I, I drink a ton of milk. Do you really? Yeah, I do too. I feel like a lot of grown-ups. Oh, I, I'm throwing us into that mix, even though it, it, both of us might find exception with that rule. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but uh, uh, grown-ups don't drink milk very much anymore. But I still love a glass of milk. Yeah, I mean, it's also like you know that you can argue about the nutritional value of the things, right? Like, w- whether or not it's like really good for you or not. I've, it's not gonna hurt you. Trust me. I've, yeah. It's, it, are you aware of uh, the You're not supposed program? to drink it. That's for baby calves. It's evil. It's like, okay. But uh, <laughs> so you probably can't tell by looking at me, but I train a lot with barbells, and the way that I learned how to do that was uh, through the Starting Strength Program by Mark Ripito, who advocates rather famously on the internet that you should drink a gallon of milk a day when a day. you first start out. <laughs> I actually did try that for a while, and I did gain a ton of muscle mass all at once. It, just, it wasn't sustainable. Yeah. Well, and, and he, in his defense, he says it's not supposed to be sustainable. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm friends with uh, bodybuild- so a few bodybuilders. And yeah. so actually, my, one of my first girlfriends, uh, she, she like, uh, will post up on instagram like like drinking my milk for the day like drinking two glasses three glasses of milk or whatever before shows and stuff like getting all bulked up <laughs> i like I, I, I don't i don't know i'm i'm i didn't say her name because i didn't want to say that last part incorrectly in order i don't know when in her cycles they're doing that oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i don't want to be like she's doing this and the, the people will be like this she's doing it all wrong but because i guarantee she's doing it right because she's winning like everything she does but well, yeah but uh but i just know i've seen a lot of pictures of them like you know they're like oh having to like slam another glass of milk you know before this or that or whatever yeah. it's they drink a lot of milk but i i can't imagine the kind of willpower and discipline that it takes to eat like that on a regular basis. I know. It's like absolutely 10,000 calories a day and stuff. Oh, no. It's, 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 it's really crazy. It's crazy. I don't know how people do that, but... 
Uh, World Cup or Smurled Cup? Oh, you know what? I don't know. You I, don't know? Yeah. I, I, Do you I like it? I don't really follow sports that carefully. Yeah. But I, I did watch the last World Cup, and I was very impressed. <laughs> I was very impressed. <laughs> Four years ago, there was a World Cup, and now it's happening now. Currently. It is, yeah. I can't true. remember when this episode drops. It might be over by the time it comes out, but, uh, but I... I, I I love the I love the World Cup. Uh, last time, the, last, four years ago, America was in it, and so I went to every game I, uh, that America had, and I watched all of them, and I had a blast. And I, I still, you know, I have teams that I like to watch, but I, I, I'm not that into it this year. I wanted America to be in it, but we sucked and we didn't oh, get a bummer. In, you know, but I was excited about. It. I also don't follow sports that closely, but I like the big times, like Olympics, you know, mm-hmm. f- Super Bowl, playoffs. I, I, I like all these things when they're and they're like at their peak. NBA you know, finals. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. it. I like it. We just watched that game the other night. Went to the mm-hmm. went to B Dubs with my brothers and when we watched Golden State Warriors. Crushed yeah, them. crushed yep. the yeah. Cleveland. As a former there. Cleveland resident, I always get a little bit uh, confused about which you know live in California now. So who do I? Have to, it's I just sure want to watch the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's fun. Crack a couple beers, goof around, you know, yeah. hoot and holler. It is fun. Uh, zebra zebras or giraffes and why? Hmm. You have to pick one. The other one gets destroyed. I feel like oh oh if it's about if it's about destruction then giraffes all the way they're just so big. They are big. So but I also feel like there's wait there's you mean some, keep giraffes? Yeah, yeah 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 because there's there's some real advantages to just having like a twelve foot neck. Yeah, I, it seems. <laughs> yeah, it does seem like that. But I I did see a picture saying like where do they tie a tie? That's Is it up at the question. top of the neck? You know, at the top of their throat, or is it down by their chest where the shirt would end? Hmm. I guess, uh, well, I guess the other problem you have to consider is what's a turtleneck for a giraffe look like? That's it's, another, it's that just like a thing. long tube. It's, re- it's like a big <laughs> arm. Yeah. They just have to make a fifth arm on there. And do you make an arm for the tail? Hmm. Or is it just a hole? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and would that be considered indecent? In oh, indecent culture? exposure. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. Because they can't have, I mean, you can't put it solid and make them have their tail pressed against their butt. Yeah. That that seems that seems abusive. It seems weird because they use that for batting off flies. Yeah, what are they but gonna they, they do? They use their necks for beating the crap out of each other too. <laughs> yeah, isn't that interesting when you watch animals fight each other and you're like, yeah, it makes sense that they can fight each other. Yeah, because they're exactly as strong as one another. You know, or I mean, or, or you know, plus or minus, or whatever. But, uh, but it's interesting when you watch like if if you got hit by a rhino, you would be dead. Instantly. Yeah, there is no, there's no Matt Smith after one <laughs> hit by a rhino, you know. But those rhinos can just like boom, 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 knock each other, you know, knock and knock and yeah. knock. Or the giraffes can just whip each other with their necks. If yeah. if I get hit with a giraffe neck, that's probably done after that. I mean, I wouldn't even want to do that with a person. Just just slam my neck into another right. person's neck. Yeah, sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, if you hit me with your neck <laughs> for all kinds neck, of reasons, I just wouldn't like you anymore. <laughs> It wouldn't kill me, probably, but it pro- I would be like, it's I don't want to hang out with him anymore. Like, I just dude, really don't want to hang out that? anymore at this point. I don't I don't trust him. <laughs> I feel scared. Um, a lot I don't understand about that person. <laughs> I can't really find a way to relate anymore. <laughs> Struggling to relate with this man. Uh, yeah, you can't trust somebody like that. No. Why piano so good? Oh, it's it's, I mean, chords. Chords are, chords are my absolute favorite thing about music. Ever since really? I was a little kid, like I was just 
like you know as a six-year-old like first starting to play whatever six-year-olds play that like I melody can't remember anymore whatever yeah i mean i rhythm. love a good melody um i have tremendous respect for brilliant melodists i, I think jonah is one of them oh yeah um, I, I agree think, with that i think he's extraordinarily talented at writing melodies i'm kind of jealous Ooh. um but there's just something about like really really kick-ass harmony um mm-hmm. like my favorite composers ever are the french impressionists okay um, I think just harmony never really got better than mm-hmm. Ravel. There's, there's basically everything that jazz is, is essentially that right. with a twist. Yeah, sure. And everything yeah. that like 20th century modernism is, is either an outright rejection of that, which I would sometimes consider to be a mistake or an attempt to move in a similar direction, except further, which is almost always a good thing, like Messian or whatever. If yeah. People know who he is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're stretching the classical repertoire of uh, yeah. of the ride of super strong <laughs> fan it, it, it'll brain happen. right now. It'll but yeah, happen. people should know who Messiaen is. totally. I wonder about that too because if you really do research, uh, you know, like like music history in, the, in a big way like that, you're gonna find all those chord clusters and chord harmony, like you know, tense, thick harmonies like we use in hip hop and R&B and stuff like that today, or like you know, and really cool like Robert Glasper for example. But it's really the rhythm that's just like rhythm and like timbres that have been messed with. Like harmonies is just people still messing with the same kind of cool stuff, you know, like yeah. like it, just like different variations on the same kind of harmonies and like different uh, permutations. But you know, that it's just like rhythm and timbre that, that have changed. So it's it's kind of co- like all those same kind of composers deal with the same cool stuff. They all discovered the same cool sounds that make them feel good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just really interesting. But I don't know. That's cool. So piano, because of chords, you know? Yeah, that's the primary thing. I mean, it also just... So why not... Let me. So if we're talking about chordal instruments or, har- or harmonic instruments, then why not accordion or guitar? I actually really love accordion. I have no practical experience playing the instrument, uh-huh. but I do I do love the sound of it, and I'm deeply impressed by these like accordion virtuosos. Totally. You know? yeah. um, guitar is... Other than piano, my favorite instrument, really, probably ever. Yeah, you're um, a chord, you're a chord man, you're yeah. a chord man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but also also I'm like a color guy. Okay. Um, just yeah. timbre and color are like the other kinds of and and like. He guitar. said a color guy, not a colored guy. That's you know, that's important. That straight. It's important yeah. these days. You got to make sure nobody's taking you wrong. Yes, I, I'm I'm the opposite <laughs> of a colored person. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, what's a color man? Everything. It's like saying vanilla's not a flavor. You know, that's, like, it is a flavor. True. It's vanilla. Yeah, <laughs> vanilla's delicious. Everyone needs to lay off each other about things. That's but yeah, man, view. guitar is th- th- just the tonal possibilities. Um, uh-huh. You know, different different kinds of clean sounds, different kind of reverbs, all that kind of stuff. I love guitar pedals. I like sticking guitar pedals after keyboards and lots of other instruments. So you know, that's guitar is kind of the gateway drug to all kinds of interesting ways of playing with the sound of the thing itself. Oh, totally. Yeah, no, th- yeah, that's th- and there's so many options. Well, and it's like it's kind of hand. It's more handheld. I mean. I, like there's a lot of prepared piano and like cool tricks and blah blah, but it's like it's just way harder to do. Like, yeah, it's physically not exactly diff- difficult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not as portable. I mean, a keyboard obviously has like infinite possibilities, but mm-hmm. like a grand piano, it's like yeah, there's so many cool things you can do, but it just takes so much work. But a guitar, it's like you have a lot easily accessible different sounds and timbres you can play with. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. This next question, I just want you to answer it. Split second thought, just say whatever comes to your mind. Perfect. You just just blurt it out. You know, it doesn't matter the ramifications of what happens here. You know, <laughs> uh, who's better at music, boys or girls? Oh, right <laughs> now I'd have to say girls. Okay. Sorry. I, think, I mean, my I experience think, is a an teacher, emotional. Yeah. It's like they have an emotional connection with music that's easier accessed. I think, and guys yeah. are definitely capable of it, of course, and get and especially get better at accessing it. But 
feel like immediate talent seems to be more accessible to girls, I feel like. Yeah, especially at a young age, um, they tend to develop, in, in my experience as an educator, they tend to develop the capacity for abstract thought a tiny bit earlier than guys do. Yeah. Just as a statistic, you know, that obviously right. doesn't describe everything. It's a generalization. Right, yeah, but, yeah. It's, but it's just often true. Yeah, yeah. And, and they sometimes have a little bit easier time in, like, the traditional academic structured environment that yeah. seems to maybe not serve boys as well, especially when they're really young. Oh, t- totally, yeah. Oh, and this is kind of a jokey question, obviously, but course, uh, but yeah. it's but and it's like there's no right answer to this. But it is true. I think that I think that you know I, I have the same experience with young students. That girls always t- attach to ideas and understanding them very very much faster. Mm-hmm. You know, um, j- guys develop those abilities as well. Absolutely, you know? yeah. And, but but girls tend to have it as a more accessible thing earlier on and more immediate. Um, could there be more fruits? Probably. Fruit's delicious. And if there was more of it, there would just be more delicious things. <laughs> <laughs> I wish so every once in a while there's a moment when I do this podcast where I wish it was visual. <laughs> and just to see the way you finished that sentence and looked at me with this nice smile. <laughs> I really wish people could have seen that. Because it really made me confident in your answer. Um, I agree, you know. It, like, yeah, let's have some more fruits. And actually, I think we are getting more fruits all the time. It's like, because they're, they're plants, so... They're constantly hy- like hybridizing on their own, and yeah. we're also doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Like bananas are like completely, like man-made at this point. They're like oh, yeah. so away from like what they used to be and all this stuff. Like yeah, Google pictures of like what bananas looked like a hundred years ago. It'll, it's surprising. It mi- it's mind-boggling, mind-boggling. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it's weird. It is weird, and and like but with bees and birds and stuff, they're all pollinating plants in different ways and like making all these crazy things. And the clo- and the smaller the world gets, you know, everything gets exposed to each other. Yeah, so things change rapidly. But um, I think I agree with you. You know, it's like there could be more fruits and there could be more interesting. Yeah, strawberries. I'm kind of over them. Yeah, it it doesn't get much better than a really good strawberry, <coughs> but there's other stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah, are they delicious? Of course. Yeah, but it's, I just want I just want some new stuff. You know, novelty is good. Yeah, I'm. I'm. In, I've been in a blackberry kick for the last like year or two, or it's just like that's my favorite thing. Yeah, you ever make preserves? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I have yeah. made my share of preserves in my life, especially like quick ones and stuff. Um, how often do you make preserves? Uh, these like days? once a year, I'll stick a bunch of them in a jar and give them to people for Christmas. Or oh, something. nice. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing to do. Yeah, I like that. What's it's your fun. favorite style of preserve or like flavor of preserve? Uh, it well. For whatever reason, I have consistently for the last couple of years wind up with like a freezer full of strawberries mm. so that, you know, it's just Done. whatever I have too much of yeah. or whatever I can easily get too much of. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I like uh, I like peach a lot. Yeah, oh, peach I need to try there. that. Now you're talking. That's now you're talking delicious. my language. You know what I mean? Um, What's the scariest thing that you can think of? Oh, can we go to Serious Town for a second? <laughs> of course we this can. This is where I live. Uh-oh, okay. uh-oh. So, um, th- so, some some of your listeners, I'm sure, will be familiar with Jocko Podcast. Ooh, what is that? Uh, I feel like I have heard about it, but I can't pull. So, Jocko Willink lives. is an ex-Navy SEAL. Oh, right, right, right. Um, that's, yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, so I heard about it from podcast. Tim Ferriss. Yes. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he kind of got blown up by Tim Ferriss, right. I think, so, yeah. and then subsequently Rogan. 
Um, and then he's got his own podcast where he occasionally reads books that are, you know, oftentimes about like military history. But the ones that the ones that stick with you tend to be the ones about atrocities. Um, oh, and uh, the one that was just uh, exposed to me, for lack of a better word, is uh, Iris Chang's book, The Rape of Nanking. Don't read that book. Oh God! Just don't, don't do it. It'll, it'll but you're ruin your life. You're piquing my curiosity in such a bad way right now. Like, like you're doing the forbidden fruit thing. Speaking of fruit, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> read it. It's like seriously, you should read it because you should know that this is a terrible thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, God. But it. I mean, the short version is uh, Japanese Imperial Army rolled into Nanking in 1937, and over the course of about six weeks, killed and then some, somewhere in the neighborhood of 300,000 people. Um, I was like legit traumatized reading, reading about this whole thing. Um, so yeah, just read it when you're in a good mood because <laughs> it, it will take you to the worst mood. place that your brain is capable of going to. Oh my God, <laughs> dude. It is so weird how many stories are kept from us or like changed or just brushed past, you know? Yeah. And, and cause people are like, pe- people talk about this a lot biblically, bib- biblically. Yes. Because they're like, cause that's the, you know. That's the like, the Council of Nicaea. You know, like all these all these easily pullable historical references for the Bible, where things were edited and changed. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but there are so many things in more current history that we don't even think about or realize or know. Like you said, like did you did you know about that event before you heard that? I think I had maybe read some reference to it in a textbook, but I knew none of the details. Exactly. I, knew, I, I really knew nothing about the Sino-Japanese War. Yeah. At all, but yeah, yeah. It's, it just kind of seems like the more you look at the 20th century, the more you realize just how much of a horrifying tragedy a lot of it was. Yeah, and when we still, we still to this day, we just refuse to like make a big deal about things if it's inconvenient or, yeah. or like or or makes us look bad or, or I mean, and I mean like the royal us, like you know whoever's in charge of you know if it makes a country or a power look bad we're gonna brush it past it's not a big deal yeah. you know and then and it's just weird man it's such a weird human phenomena i mean it's not weird in that it makes sense because people are assholes but <laughs> yeah well i mean <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's worth it's, expounding upon that because it's i mean the most terrifying thing about reading about reading about any kind of atrocity or war or something like that is you have to acknowledge to some extent that there's potential for that level of evil in everybody yeah, like you know, you read uh, you read ordinary men, um, or just like almost anything that's been written, like a uh, boy with the striped pajamas. That yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you kind of you kind of get a sense that like a lot of the people who perpetrate these things were at some point in their lives just normal guys. Right. Not all of them were born psycho killers. Right. It's just a series of kind of moral Strange failures and bad decisions, that and people lead. listening to them, and people you know yeah. are like just weird power moves at the wrong times <laughs> the yeah. wrong effect yeah it is really strange and then there's this whole phenomena of i'm just following orders thing that's like yeah at, w- at which point is that <laughs> not okay yeah. anymore? or, or, or having that right now. and then leave my buddies to do all the dirty work while it, i yeah. run away you know oh that's not that yeah too. exactly yeah that's oh, there's so many creepy stories man yeah that's all bad i for some reason whenever i get talking about this stuff i always think about that character in the green mile you, you remember that movie? Yes, or that, I b- love the that book, movie. You know, I, like I love the book and the, but like the character that's like he's the like the uh, the son or, or or whatever. Like he's the he's the bad guy. In the, in Percy, the whole, right? Percy, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and he's just such an asshole, and he just keeps getting away with stuff. And you know, like yeah, yeah, he's kind of a classic Pete. psychopath. Yeah, just horrible, horrible human. I think about that guy a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know what it's just you know th- some things hit you in the, like in a formative year, formative place, and that's when I must have watched Green Mile. And that character has always stuck with me. So whenever I think about stuff like this, I see his face, and I just want to like punch him in the head. And he, he turned yeah. out to be a, a bad guy too in real life. Did he really? Yeah, he's like a horrible, like pedophile rapist guy or something wow, like that. He went to jail and all this stuff. Yeah, he's like a real bad guy. And Jeez. you're like, oh, typecast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> horrible monster man. That's unfortunate. I mean, it is, but it's also, yeah, yeah, no, it's just unfortunate. That's, you're right. It's just well, unfortunate. It's, he's such an interesting character in the film, though, because he kind of exists as like an exemplification of everybody's morbid curiosity. I think. Ooh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. And then, and then you have the character of John Coffey, who's just kind of like the antidote to all of the chaos that he brings into the story. Yeah. Um, I'm tired. Yeah. Dog tired. Tired of people being ugly to each other. <laughs> it's an incredible movie. Oh man, I love that movie. Yeah, it's so well done. I mean, the book's great, but that's one of the th- times where I'm like, I like the movie. You know, I like yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original is a is it a short story? Stephen King, right? Uh-huh. Well, it's not a short story, I don't think. Is, is, is it, it a full-length novel? It's a full-length novel. I guess yeah. I never read it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I read it in high school after I saw the movie. Cool. Um, and Yeah, it's a full-length novel, but it's... Uh, but, yeah. Very interesting. I'll you ever to, read I'll Shawshank Redemption? I never read that book, but... That one I also haven't read. But also the, an incredible film. An incredible movie, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's. I, I feel like books aren't made into, into good movies anymore. Yeah. Maybe they were never. I mean, maybe there's just a couple that are good. Like <laughs> they seem to be making them okay to uh, TV shows, though. That's true. Yeah, they're doing good at that. They're, yeah, TV. It's definitely TV time right now. Yeah. 2018 is definitely TV time. Yeah. Um. All right, man. Well, you know, so we've gotten to know you, you know, from all these questions, and the audience is kind of, you know, wanting to hear more about you in a way, and I and I think the best way to do that is to show a track. Absolutely. So I think we'll share a track. Do you know what you'd want to share right now if you had a choice of something that you can send me? Um, yeah, sure. So uh, I think the one thing I'd like us to listen to is um, one of the tracks off of our debut EP that came out in 2014. This is, it wasn't actually called Iridos yet. It was just under my name. We've since kind of rebranded it. Sure. Um, but uh, the track is called Prism Goggles. And uh, if, if you think about what would happen if you put on goggles that were made out of prisms you would just kind of see the world in a dramatically different way yeah um and it's kind of my attempt to make some kind of musical homage to the potential of the human imagination oh wow okay cool well then here we go here is prism goggles Thank you. 
awesome. Well, now we're going to go into a segment called The Compliment Corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called The Compliment Corner. Hey, Matt. Hey, Ryan. So thank you for sharing that music with us. And we're just going right into the segment called The Compliment Corner. Sounds you know? good. Um, it's nice to think about you know, all those things that we've talked about and then go right into music that shares more about who you are. And then you feed right into compliments. <laughs> You've listened <laughs> to the show before. Uh, the point of this, you know, is that it's a dark world out there. You know, talking about we've just talked about several little dark. Well, normally we don't get that dark. And you and I didn't get dark necessarily, I don't think, but we just we yeah. mentioned several. Th- we didn't go in deep, you know. Not not too far, yeah. We just brushed a lot of little Lucky issues. For the best. But but the point is, it is hard out there, you know. It's easy it's easy to get into a spiral of darkness because there's so much craziness. But you know, it's nice, I think, for two men to sit alone in a room on a night <laughs> and say <laughs> nice things to each other. I agree. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, so that's what we're gonna do. Um, in the comment corner, I look at you in the eye. I'll give you a compliment that I mean. Uh, then you'll look me in the eye, give me a compliment that you mean, and we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. Solid. <laughs> Solid. All right, man. So I'll go first. Um, Matt, my compliment for you is this. Uh, so I, when I met you, uh, I met you on the street. We were walking into Sergio's uh, apartment, right? And uh, you're with Megan. You guys were walking in ready to do the sound stuff. And that was just a cool group of people, I think, in general. Oh, yeah. Very relaxed. Everyone was there to help out Sergio and, you know, and like, do this cool thing. And and uh, you had a, re- like, great vibe. And um, Megan as well. You guys were running that whole show. And I can't remember the name of the other guy that was there doing sound. Uh, uh, Joe. Yeah, that Joe. Was, that was the first time I met him, too. Yeah, yeah. I had never met him before. and like, But, like, everybody was, so, like, you know, so nice and chill. Uh, but you were doing all the audio and like, you just, you had like, you just had a great attitude. Um, and so when I, so it was, it just it fed into that room. Like everybody fed so well into that feeling and it's so n- nice to create. And that, so then I, I got curious about you and Megan and Joe, like all these people that were around that day that I didn't know, uh, followed you on Instagram and followed you on, you know, Facebook and all these things. And I'm seeing like all this amazing piano work and all this amazing composing from Iridos. And I was just thinking, man, I didn't even know he was a musician on, on that day. Because you know, you're just thrown <laughs> into a room. you know. And I was just like, oh, cool. You know, you just meet, like, you just always meet people like that. And, you know, you never know. And I just think that's really cool, like, when you can unravel details about a person like that. And that they're stellar on every level. You know, like, it's not like, wow. you know, you're like, you know, you're like there's, there's not, a, it's just cool to be really good at something. And then you keep on unraveling. You're like, oh, look at this little thing. Look at this. This is awesome. And so my comment to you is that you seem to be an extremely multifaceted, talented person in so many ways, and you're really easy to get along with, and it's just it's just a joy to know you, man. Well, thank you, man. Of course. That's a huge compliment. Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> so, so now we're flipping this around, right? Flipping it. Flipping the script. All right, cool. Well, um, so uh, people can probably tell at this point that I live in Sirius Town. <laughs> um you know, it's I'm, I'm like style. super classical guy over here with sure. you know talking about massacres and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is just how I am. Sorry, yeah. but no. So it's it's extremely refreshing to to be in an environment like this with somebody who kind of takes me out of that place and yeah. makes me feel comfortable in the other thing, which is just <laughs> kind of like lightheartedness and humor and warmth and stuff like that. It's not the most natural thing for me, and it I sort of view it as a skill. 
just like making casual conversation with someone who is relatively a stranger is something that you seem to be rather extraordinary at <laughs> from listening to your other podcasts and stuff. So I, I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you making me feel welcome and stuff. Awesome. Thanks, man. That's that's a huge comment, too. I really feel that. Thank you, dude. Cool, well, man. That's a handshake and a eye, and a eye contact moment yeah. right there. And, and, a, and a me bumping the mic cable. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. It's hard to... But, you know, it's nice. It, thank you, man. That's a really good comment. And, I, you know, I love the compliment corner. It's just a nice place to be. It's a great idea. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, that's been the compliment corner. Um, okay. Yeah. So that brings us right into an ad. We've talked about many dark things um, briefly. Uh, but this ad has to do with bullies. All right. We have ads every week. They, they pay me insane amounts of money to get on this show. You know, and that's what has made me a very wealthy man. <laughs> you don't have to laugh so hard. Ad oh. revenue. Gotta get that YouTube money. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we, you know, we have ads every week. And all I ask, you know, my, my guests to do is really get behind it, be positive about the product. Uh, and then I edit it out. So I mean, if we say anything negative, we can edit it out. But, uh, you know, I just try to make it a really positive experience for the for the ad so that I can make buku bucks, you know. So. Um, <laughs> That's the yeah. second time I've said that. I need to stop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so this this one is about bullying. Uh, it's a bull, it's an anti-bullying um, kind of – it's a deterrent, put it that way. This is called Punch Lunch. Are you being bullied at school, and are you sick of it? Oh, actually, can I have you act like you're like a little kid that's getting bullied? I- I'll do so my be best. Like, yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. Okay. Are you tired of getting bullied at school? Yeah. Oh, good. We're tired of it, too. So when you get bullied at school, we want you to use Punch Lunch. It's kind of like a new app like Uber or Lyft or WAG where you don't have to depend on your big friends anymore. You can order a friend, but he's real big. And he's going to punch your bully at lunch. The best part of the day. So that ruins the best part of the day for your bully. And he won't mess with you anymore. Welcome to Punch Lunch. That sounds great. Yeah, see? <laughs> uh, Matt, is this something you think that you could you could see kids using all over the United States of America? Absolutely. It's, I see it catching on just as much as Uber. And the guys are big. They're big, scary guys. Big, like, Italian mafioso type guys, you yeah. know? The problem is that they, 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 they show no mercy. They show no special treatment. Is that a problem? They don't take any shit. Well, the thing is, say, say the, the, I mean, this is a problem that, I, that I've kind of detected in the service, is that I, let's, say, let's, say, let's say you and me, you're my bully, right? You're bullying me, and, and I say, dude, I'm tired of Matt bullying me. Punch lunch. Next lunchtime, tomorrow. You get punched in the in the face by this big Italian mafia guy. You know, I'd probably stop. You get mad. Yeah, well, yeah, you get you get mad. So then you get online and you go punch lunch, revenge. Oh, cause turnabout. And then it's the same guy comes and I trusted him. You know, but there's no trust in punch lunch. They're they're men. They're providing a service. It's hard. They have no loyalty. No loyalty to you. They're only loyal to the brand. You know, I mean, maybe I shouldn't dissect it this much on the ad. Obviously, you know, <laughs> I have to edit this out, but uh, but it it, it is it, you know it, it is interesting though. You know, you think about Punch Lunch Revenge, which yeah. is probably another app similar to Tinder or something. You kind of swipe left if you don't like the guy, and swipe right if you want him to go punch your friend or enemy. You know, uh, but either way, I mean, I shouldn't dissect it. Like I said, I should just be hyping up very very positive. Uh, but Punch Lunch, try Punch Lunch today. Can you say that with me? We'll do uh, one, two, three. Try, Try punch, punch lunch, lunch today. today. 
It'll, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be a smash hit. Ooh, I like what you did there. Oh. Oh, I didn't know I did that. Oh, I didn't know I did that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, sweet. So, um, that's been a great ad for Punch Lunch. And I, th- I, I like I said, you just patted my wallet in a big way. So, thank you for that. Well, you're very I'll welcome. I'll be buying a lot of diamonds. Uh, no, that's not true. I don't know what I'm going to invest in. Diamond stock's going down. Invest in Punch Lunch. Well, yeah, I should. That's you're right. You're right. But I don't think they're. In, I think I don't think they have an IPO yet. Mm. So I think they're still privatized. But once they go public, man, I'll be in there. Their shares will be like eight bucks a share or something like that. Nice IPO. Nice, nice cheap IPO. Yeah. If get, you believe get in it, it. Well, it's cheap. Yeah, exactly. Get in there while it's while it's cheap, while it's hot. You know, before the lawsuits. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So this brings us to our first game. Um, this is a game called Learning by Listing. Rapid fire. Sounds exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. So I'm pulling up my phone, not to text a friend or not to pay attention, not to not pay attention to you, um, but so I can time this segment because it does. I, I will. I, I basically, what's going to happen is I'm going to give you a topic, okay, and then I'm going to give you a certain amount of time to list everything you know about that topic, okay, okay. and it's going to give the audience a chance to learn about you, how you react under pressure, what you know on a given topic, etc. Okay. Sounds good. So, <coughs> the first topic I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you 20 seconds. Okay. okay. Um, here we go. Reasons that you love your mom. Go. Oh, where to start? I mean, she took great care of me. She uh, educated me very well about things like manners and all that sorts of stuff. I, I love my mom to death. She's she's the best mom a guy could ever ask for. Um, and... Uh, I feel like I should have more things to say more rapidly than this. <laughs> go or stop. <laughs> Not go again. Yeah, it's hard. It's uh, under pressure. It's hard. Yeah. You know? Um, and and you and you and it's hard when you're under pressure because you want to be like pretty, beautiful, and you're like, why am I keep on focusing on prettiness or something? You know? So you <laughs> yeah. want to avoid those type of situations, you know, which I think you did with uh, flying stars. Cool. You did a great job. You have a good mom. You love her to I death. I do. Yeah. That's great. Do you love her past death? Uh, probably. I mean, we're not there yet, but I, I would assume so. Well, people say that I love her to death, you know, and it's like, how about after? You're gonna quit? You're gonna quit right after day after the first day of death? You, know? <laughs> you gotta keep that love going. Have you seen Coco? Yes. The love's gotta go on forever. You oh, know? dude, or else they pass away in an even sadder way. At the, like it's like it's sad to lose a human, but then if if the if the Coco reality is true, then that's even sadder the second that's, time yeah, they that's die. Much worse. That's so sad. You know, you know that guy was Edward James Olmos? The, yeah. The Admiral from Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. He, it was, uh, man, I love that movie. Yeah. I thought it was all filmed underwater, but then I realized I was just crying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can sympathize. <laughs> That's bad. It's a tearjerker. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready for round two? I guess so. Round two. Another 20 seconds. Uh, reasons you don't like your mom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Talk shit. No, I'm just kidding. No reasons. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Okay, round two. 20 seconds. Ways that you can top a pizza. Go. Pepperoni, sausage, mushroom, green peppers, green onions, red peppers, red onions, uh, white onions, pearl onions. I don't know if I've ever tried that, but I'm going to now. Um, other kinds of mushrooms. You could have shiitake mushrooms. You could have portobello mushrooms. Mm-mm. 
You could stop. You were just getting into the mushroom family when I stopped you. <laughs> yeah, who knows where that goes. <laughs> yeah, I was curious how you would answer that question because I said ways you would top a pizza. So, like, so the way you thought was, I'm gonna list as many toppings as possible. Oh, but I could I could have gone with like the mechanics. You could have gone the mechanics, like launching, or you could have been like, <laughs> you could have been like a pepperoni sausage, a half and half Hawaiian whip. You know, you could. There's a million ways you could have done to answer that question. Yeah, and I was curious how you would do it. You know, well, that's, but I think listing toppings. Is a, a is, a, is a very I solid. I feel so way. conventional now. You know, I mean, now that I now that I've said that and I thought about it after you said that, I think you know maybe the majority of people would list toppings. You know, they wouldn't think yeah. abstractly on that question. Um, There's a lot to be said for rapid fire lateral thinking, though. It's not it's not something that I consider myself very good at. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, it's like it's like you get served up a question and just go like just get, like you know road yeah. most traveled kind of thing. Just do it. Get yeah, to, you yeah. know, 20 seconds get it done so yeah you're a man of efficiency would you agree with that uh directness direct definitely yeah if, if i'm not being efficient yeah okay yeah so I, this, I but that's what i mean it's like that's what we're learning about you by by a game like that you know i mean of course we learned you know several toppings of pizza but is that valuable knowledge you know no but is it valuable? I am going to try that pearl onion thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think it's valuable to know that about you. You know, I think you are a direct man, you know? You yeah. get things done. You're a quick text back, which I love. Cool. Did you know, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Because it gets, it gets frustrating, and I, I've talked about this a little bit in the last weeks of, uh, with not necessarily on the podcast, but just of, like, it's not really fair to get mad at someone when they don't text back quickly because you shouldn't be demanding of someone else's time, right? That's not fair. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, because I, 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 I also I also get offended when people want answers back from me really quickly, and I'm like, I'm taking my time, or you know, I, I'm not I'm, I'm not sitting next to my phone, or you know, I, I get offended if people want me to really quickly too. So there's a confusion to it too, you know, like, oh, did he get it, or should I send another one, or is that going to seem like needy and weird? And <laughs> oh yeah, you start thinking it, and then the guy's like, has is not thinking about it at all. Not it's all, like, yeah. oh yeah, so like. Uh, that's that's why I do that same thing where I'm like if somebody texts me multiple times I'm like oh yeah and I text back but if I'm gonna do it I'm like oh god yeah I put too many exclamation points on that or whatever because I yeah yeah you overthink yeah I use exclamation points a lot more than periods I would say in text messages they're, they're good punctuation I use emojis oh yeah that's good a that's lot good like way too much it's good old fashioned fun yeah it's good old fashioned fun it can they're be they're just adorable little pictures. <laughs> I like the Android They're ones better than the iPhone ones. Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you just said it with such sincerity. You really because yeah, they I like them. They are good. They are good. they are adorable. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, the next game we're gonna play is a little game called "Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face." When you get fucked by the human race, what you gonna say? Get your dang butt out of my face. Do you like this game? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So you know how to play it, uh, but I'll, but I'll explain it to the listeners in case they don't. The, uh, get your dang button on my face. It's a moment for us. T- it's an airing of grievances game. You know, it's a moment for you and I to just think about our lives, think about something that's been irking our chain, pet peeve, bugging us. It can be big picture. It can be small. It can be silly. Uh, just as long as it's true to you. Um, I'll go first so you can think, uh, think about what you want to hone in on and, and so you get the premise of the game and everybody. But the goal is to share something that's been bothering us and tell it to figuratively get its dang butt out of our face. You know? 
So mine this week is uh, been it's been driving me nuts this week because uh, I've done a lot of outdoor rehearsals and I've been I've been in outdoor areas in Anaheim around Disney and like all these different places I've been walking around and I have been experiencing a lot of loud cars and loud motorcycles where people are walking and they're revving their engines and honking horns and stuff where people are walking you know and Seems it drives me insane because it's very loud if you're not in the protection of your car and it hurts your ears. And like, I'm a very protective of my ears in general. Um, but like, I'll be, I hate when I'm walking and somebody revs their car, motorcycle right beside me in like a really loud car or honks their horn a bunch of times. It's, and it's like, what are you doing, dude? Stop doing that. There's pedestrians. Yeah. So we're not interested in the performance of your insecurities. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you broke them down. You, you can tell I thought about this. You did. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, I I think that it drives me insane. I think it's really rude, and it it just drives me nuts. I I hate that. I think it's really really rude to do that to people, and especially it's like look around, see your surroundings, be aware of what you're doing, and I get I get honking at someone if they're making you mad. I get it, you know, but hey, you know you got to be careful. So uh, to anybody that's around a lot of pedestrians and revving their loud ass engines or honking their horns, hey guys, get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> I love it. Your turn. I definitely have a similar grievance. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a different direction. I'm gonna go self-critical on this one. Ooh, okay. Um, I do not appreciate people who complain too much. Oh, great! That makes me feel good. Well, see, here, <laughs> here's the thing, though: is is see, I'll I'll complain about some stupid shit, right? Sometimes, and then and then you, you think just in the grand scheme of things, it's like, dude, we live in America. Sure. Like how how bad is it ever gonna get for us here? Like what what's I don't know the statistic off of my head, but I think like even homeless people here are generally more well cared for mm-hmm. than you know some crazy nation that's experiencing some sort of atrocity or famine or right whatever. Sure, you yeah. know, and especially you know you live in an apartment or a house, you drive a car around, like you just don't have that much to complain about in the right. grand scheme of things. Totally. And I, I spend a little bit too much time in that headspace and I need to stop. So perhaps I need to get my own dang butt out of my face. Oh, that's not, I like the introspective ones. I had one of those a couple of weeks ago. And I yep. felt good to be like, yeah, hone in on yourself. Look inward, you know? Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you, man. It's that's not an easy thing to do. It's not. And it's not, it can be embarrassing. It can be vulnerable. Can Here, be, I pat uh, myself on the back, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, good job looking at where I became a <laughs> It's That's not easy to do what I just did, and it was actually really easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, well, I guess it is easy to do, but it's not uh, common, I guess. Maybe it's better. Maybe. Maybe yeah. it's not, it's like, it is easy if you do it. It's not, but it is not something you jump to immediately. You don't always jump into inward thinking. Like, people jump outward first. Yeah. If something's wrong, it's never your fault first. It's always something else, some other outside factor, you know. Yeah. So, and I'm I'm guilty of that, by, uh, you know, by a bunch of times too. I'm 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 very guilty of that too, uh, where it's like if something bad's happening, I always look at the fault of everyone else instead of where you know, I'm putting myself in a situation where that's allowed to happen or I'm letting yeah. something affect me in a negative way. So I get it. I do that same thing. Yeah, and I mean if. You can you can make a lot of progress in like kind of personal development or whatever by just like kind of assuming responsibility for everything that happens to you. You know, obviously you're not responsible for you know somebody revving their engine and right busting up your ears for yeah. the next twenty minutes or whatever. Sure, sure. But I mean, it's there's probably something that you can do about the way you're reacting to those kinds of situations that makes it seem like maybe not so big a deal, and then you can go about your business and 
you know, just kind of being a more generally positive person. Yeah. Which is something that's, that, that is really not easy. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. It is hard. You have to, it's work. It is yeah. hard work to be positive a lot. Uh, that's just the world we live in. You know? Yeah. That's why I try to go in the compliment corner as often as possible. <laughs> yeah. But warmer there. Yeah. It's a be- better place. <laughs> more temperate climate. And you know what? There's, there's people just in the grand scheme of things, there's people who have way crazier lives than any of us. Like there's another weird statistic that like people in a lot of these like really poor, bad off nations or, or cities or whatever, whatever localization you want to give it that are dramatically happier in their daily oh, lives big time. than yeah, people right. in the West. Big you time. Know? Like yeah. these, you know, these depressed guys in rich Western countries that, you know, have things so much better than a guy in the middle of nowhere that's starving to death, but the guy in the middle of nowhere that's starving to death might have a better attitude. You know, that's something to think about. Yeah. I get it, man. That's totally true. Well, Matt, you know, uh, we've been talking for a while. It goes pretty quick, but we're coming to the end of the show. Wow. Yeah, it went back pretty quickly, huh? It did, yeah. It cooks by real quick. Um, probably not for the listeners quickly. <laughs> <laughs> they're trudging through the mud. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, they're hanging on our every word. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so, yeah, so the vibe is, you know, at the end of the show, I like to do plugs and all this kind of stuff, but I think the way to end, you know, the, the way before we do all that is to probably share one more track. Absolutely. So yeah. let's so let before we wrap up at the show with all the you know like the last question and the plugs and all that type of stuff. Let's let's hear that other track that you sent. Um, so tell tell us about this track. Introduce this thing for everybody so they can hear you. So um, a little over a year ago, uh, I was introduced to an extraordinary rapper uh, that goes by the name AJ Crew. Um, he is to date easily one of my favorite people that I've ever worked with. One, one of the things that I do besides composing original music and being an educator and stuff is uh, I'm kind of trying to get into the whole string arranging and production thing. Um, strings is my, you know, we talked earlier about like, you know, piano and just harmony instruments are my favorite things to kind of like listen to and play yeah. and stuff. But, but strings are easily my favorite thing to write for. Um, and uh, he approached me with a track of his called Expensive um, that... Uh, we added strings to it. Um, we added a little bit of Rhodes piano to it. Um, we recorded it originally at a studio in Eagle Rock called The Hobby Shop, which is one of my very favorite studios in L.A. It's an extraordinary nice. place. Um, but the version that we're going to hear today was actually recorded in my living room, all live, all playing all at the same time, no, no overdubs, none of that, just live performance in my living room, set up a couple of mics and see what happens. Um, this is the version of the song that is on YouTube. Um, and it's part of his record called Excuses, which I seriously recommend checking out. It's one of my favorite hip-hop records in nice. recent history, I think. Cool. Um, and the, uh, all the release material that went along with it is also really special. He, he chose kind of an interesting format to release the whole thing. There was like a, there's a blog post kind of thing that goes with every song and a, and a video that goes with most of the songs, too. Oh, cool. Um, it's a really, it was a really, really fun project. It was an absolute pleasure and privilege to work on it. And, AJ uh, Crew. I'll have to yeah. look more into him. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. Check him out. So this is this is the live version of that song. Nice. All right, here we go. It's called Expensive. Expensive. Get the money steady flowing, flowing. Get the money, let it rollin', rollin'. Get the money steady flowing, flowing. 
remove the pride and let my rhymes be insightful They hate it when you talk about spinning your bread But they love it when you killing yourself or you dead I'm a hustler from Ohio, we moving, we gotta do things Nickel and dime in college just so I can have some loose change It's always loud when they be dealing with wealth So they'll never be real with me if they ain't real with themselves uh. When you speak I can tell you don't know the half of it Them songs that you done made I can tell that you couldn't match the set So multifaceted the skills and attributes of a choir that you desire Most people don't even have them yet only zeros I know are after numerals Or the circle you around Them lanes and them folks that you would know And I ain't finna flex just out of nowhere Though I had salaries for a pop So be mindful that I can go there Yeah Hey, hey, bounce Hey, get the money, let it roll and roll and Hey, hey, bounce Get the money, steady flowing, flowing Get the money, let it roll and roll and Get the money, let it roll and roll and If I blink, then I'll be right on the brink of money and power No sleeping, yo, that's all that I'm thinking 24 hours, sounds about 365 Trying to be 65 and still have student loans and debt Can't have no peace of retirement, but Don't lose your grip if they cheating, lying a deep plate Cause we just trying to create before they trying to cremate just the stress of a 20-something, yeah Cause happiness don't come with the money Something with so, but What you really finna do when the tap is off The lights is off, the mic is off The rant is due, the friends you knew is meant to do The bread stop, what you really meant to do You, it's close to the edge of the view Or what you be thinking is the ending of you Telling yourself a medallion, something of valiance What you pretending to do Don't place your faith on those material things Unless you know the type of baggage that material brings Getting money just depends on the reason you chasing after that So tell me, can you master that? We done black the track You expensive, you expensive, you expensive, you expensive You expensive, you too expensive, you expensive, you too expensive You expensive, you expensive, you expensive you I think it's important to note that like it's cool like you're a classical guy but like you have a, a a large breadth of knowledge musical knowledge of different genres and things it's important for people to realize how important that is now oh yeah you can't just it's hard to be a one-trick pony anymore 
And, uh, you know, I mean, like, it's not that it was ever easy, but it's just, it's just like, you can't do that. You got to, like, you know, I, I don't like it when anybody says, I don't like that style of music. Like, oh, yeah, it, when somebody a, says, I don't like country. To say. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I think it's really dense of someone to say that because it's just like, no, there is, there is swing in every style. There's so, like, when people are doing any style right, it can be amazing, you know? Yeah. And it's obviously there are bad. There are bad musicians and bad quality things and things that get popular that shouldn't. Well, and you blah, can blah, find blah. bad examples of anything. I mean, like yeah. I, I tend to hold ice know, cream. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if you're talking <laughs> about like the the great masters of classical music, I mean, we tend to think of Beethoven, for example, as this infallible genius. But it's actually pretty common knowledge among people who study this stuff that his opera Fidelio has a lot of problems. Yeah, you know, so it's it's not even a good thing to think about these guys as these untouchable. Yeah, you can even hear, man. Yeah, he couldn't even hear. it's like he couldn't even hear. <laughs> yeah, what the heck's wrong with him? Why is he writing music? He can't hear it. <laughs> you weird freak. <laughs> I shouldn't call deaf people freaks. <laughs> Openly, that's not that is not the views of Ryan is super strong or Ryan it himself. That was a strange sound that came in. <laughs> <laughs> Never I'm an asshole. All right, <laughs> that's clear. <laughs> oh man. Well, dude, thank you so much for being here and coming on the show. Thanks for um, having me. Now we have two thirds of Iridos on the on the group. Well, no, it's th- it's four people. Yeah. Right. Okay. So so we have two. We have half. Yeah. Half of Iridos has been on the show now, and so I hope people are checking you guys out and trying to be on any any kind of shows that you guys do. Um, speaking of which, we'll do plugs first. Let's uh, let's talk about social media, YouTube videos. Where can people you know can they buy your stuff? Can, how how can how do you want people to find you if you should choose to be found? Um, well, we have a website, uh, iridosmusic.com. That's I R I D A S. Um, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on all the kind of conventional social media platforms. You can find a ton of our music on SoundCloud, mm-hmm. uh, soundcloud.com slash music. Yep. Um, that's about it for the Iridos stuff. I can also plug my personal Instagram. It's just music by Matt Smith. Um, I post, uh, Iridos stuff is on there too, but it's also a lot of my personal projects. Um, you know, if I'm working with other musicians or just having fun gigs and stuff like that, I'll put sure. it on there. Yeah. That's your fun thing. Yeah. Instagram's fun. And uh, I'd also like to give a quick shout out to AJ, who we already talked about. But right. you, you can check him out. Um, you can. Uh, he's on all the social media platforms too. It's AJ Crew. Um, and then uh, I'd also like to give a shout out to a very new artist um, that I am producing at the moment. Her name is Rayla. That's uh, R E I L A. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna have a single coming out for her. Um, to be determined release date we're still kind of ironing some stuff out and then we're also making a ton more music that you know we're going to announce the plans and stuff but check out check out rayla music on instagram and facebook and all the you know places where you can find this stuff nice i'm really excited about that project she's she's an extraordinarily talented singer songwriter and it's it's a real pleasure to work on her stuff it's all it's all strings piano and voice that's it that's awesome dude. and it and it sounds great i love it so far hell yeah okay well that leaves us with one more question for cool. you and uh i ask i ask all my guests this question and it's uh it's simple the name of the show is ryan is super strong so the question for you is matt smith are you super strong that's that's a heck of a question um i'm gonna we're, we're going back to serious town real briefly um i can honestly say that i don't know uh-huh. um and and there's there's a reason for that uh we spent a little bit of time, maybe more than necessary, talking about terrible things. Um, and uh, I, I really think that this is an important thing to think about when you speak about, you know, strength of character. I mean, if we're talking about 
forced production. No, I am not super strong. I'm not a power <laughs> lifter. I cannot like deadlift that. 900 pounds. Sure. <laughs> um, but having never been in a really scary situation, I can't honestly say how I'd react to it, but I like to think that I've tried to organize my personality in such a way that, you know, if if something terrible were to happen, like like the atrocities that we mentioned, then, you know, I think that if if you want to if you want to say that you have strength of character, you sort of have to do the kind of work that reasonably ensures you pass the point of reasonable doubts. That if you're in the situation like that on the side of the aggressor, that you will not participate, and if you're in a situation like that on the side of the victims, you will resist. Ooh. Um. So, there we're going more positive now because there is a lot of tragedy and suffering in the world and but there's there's something that you can do about that by just becoming you know the best version of yourself that you can possibly become and there's a lot of rewards that come from that just in in your own life you know even if it doesn't directly impact your career or anything like that you kind of got to think in those terms um if you want to develop real strength of character and i hope i'm doing a decent job of that you know definitely man well you kind of in a way, already answered my next question, which which is kind of, which what I always ask about strength and like all that kind of stuff. So, and you kind of already answered it, but if you can kind of, basically, what I always ask my guests is to give a little bit of advice or structure that can kind of serve as a mantra for our, our listeners until next week when somebody gives some advice. And I and I really like no one's ever said I don't know. People have always like, said yes or no. You know, yeah. like like yes I am or I don't think so. I don't think you know whatever. And like you said, there's so many ways to think about strength. And I feel like everybody is super strong in some way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one way that you're super strong clearly is in the way that you think, in the way that you evaluate yourself and inward think, and like try to progress in Thank some you. way. Um, uh, that was not a compliment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terror. You would never want to. That do was that. an insult. No, just <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's you know. I, so I think if you could so, like so thinking about what you did and kind of boiling down, could you? give some advice on because i think saying i don't know is an interesting uh, like strong thing to say like you know it's about like you know having kind of strength and confidence in not not having knowledge about something or not or being confused or not being sure uh i think that's something that you could speak to so could like could you give a piece of advice that people could use as they walk through this week yeah uh learn absolutely everything that you can about especially stuff that maybe seems like it wouldn't interest you. Um, I think that probably the most important stuff to learn seems to be things that are examples of the depths of suffering and also things that are examples of the height of achievement or the height of beauty, you know? So, you know, go read The Rape of Nanking and be prepared to be traumatized. It will it will straight up ruin your life for <laughs> several days. Yeah. Um, and that's a good thing. Yeah, sit in that feeling. Yeah, that's fine. Because then the next time you see the Grand Canyon or the Pacific Ocean <laughs> or you hear a performance of Mahler's Ninth Symphony or something, it will change everything for you if you're sensitive to those things. Sure. And there's that's that for me is like the most valuable experience in the world. Like Immanuel Kant talks about like the sublime of just being overwhelmed by an artistic or an aesthetic experience. I, I feel like you can get to that place much more easily if you've spent a little bit of time contemplating how bad things get. Um, right. And yeah, I think, I think that's the real point of doing any kind of 
work to try and self-educate or whatever is to just enhance your appreciation of things you know like people always want to talk about with music theory or whatever that like oh i can't learn this because it's going to make me analyze things and not not enjoy it as much it's like i'm sorry but we don't live in the world where knowing more about things makes you appreciate it less yeah so just learn get your hands on everything that you can and go into it as much as you're as much as you can stand and then keep going. Yeah, man. That's great advice. That really genuinely is some awesome ass advice. So you clearly have thought about and clearly have your thoughts together, which is awesome. It's <laughs> cool. very cool, man. It's like very cool. I'm doing um, my best. <laughs> yeah, dude, of course. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being on. I will take this moment to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show. Uh, he, you know, it's a weekly part of the show. If not the face, it's it's my face as a cartoon, but he did it. It's, so he's a weekly part of this show. If not, I mean, several times a week, if you think about how the Instagram is all over there. Um, and then Chris Hackman uh, did the intro and outro music for this show. Um, and they they both have episodes you can go check out. So if you want, if you're more curious about those two artists, go check them out. I, and I, I, my goal is to have them on again together on an episode and talk to them both about how cool they are. And, and like, I haven't talked to them on this show for several, a couple of years now, so it'd be cool to have them on and and uh, hang hang out with them and see what they've been up to since we last saw them or heard from them. Um, so I always take that. If you want to f- be part of the community more uh, on Instagram, you can follow Ryan is super strong, and at Twitter it's at super strong ryan uh you can also email us at gmail.ryanisuperstrong at gmail.com and go to our facebook page and most importantly if you like the show and i hope that you do if you've listened this far um you either like it or some kind of weirdo <laughs> some <laughs> kind of freaky weirdo <laughs> in which case if you're still here as a freaky weirdo go on great five stars on itunes and give us a review uh or i guess it's apple podcast now not itunes but either way you know what i'm saying uh however you're listening to this write a review so that the show will grow uh would love to have you as a part of the community and help us out in growing even further you know, I mean, we keep on getting good ads like uh, like Punch Lunch, but, you know, it's just, it would be great to have more. So <laughs> get on there and write reviews. Um, with that, it brings us to our very last thing. And I will say thank you one more time to the wonderful Matt Smith for being here. Thanks for having me. And thanks for sharing music. I love Absolutely. that. I pleasure. love one of my favorite my favorite aspect about this show right now ever since I've started again by myself is that we're hyping so much talented, uh, so many of my talented friends music. And I think it's so cool as another outlet just to get people's music out there and like share how badass my friends are. So it's cool. <laughs> you know? So with that being said, thanks for listening. Sorry, what'd you say? Oh, and it's much appreciated. Thanks for listening. Oh yeah, dude. No, thanks to everybody for listening every week. And uh, with that, I always talk to one listener or a group of listeners and this week is no different. Uh, and so I will do that starting now. All right, guys. This week, um, you know, I normally talk to a group of listeners or, you know, or a listener in particular. And uh, this week is a little different because I'm talking about us. We got into a little bit of talk about inward thinking, you know. And if I'm going to take people down a notch every week, it's only fair if I turn the, the, you know, the needle back on myself and my guest. And I, and I say, hey, we have work to do. You know, that's, and that's, just, a, that's just an always going to be there kind of truth. That no matter how far you get in life, you have to work on yourself. You have to learn from what you've experienced, take those things, and try to get better. And so I'm going to take my own advice this week. I'm going to learn from the advice of my guest, Matt Smith, and the things that he said. I'm going to learn from that. I'm going to go back in the archive and listen to all the fabulous guests that I've had on this show and listen and try to apply the things that they've advised. And if I, if I do that, and if Matt does that, we do these things to get better, you know, that's only going to turn out good for us. So if we do that and you guys at home do that, one day, maybe one day, we'll all be super strong too. 
just like Ryan. <laughs> <laughs>